Do you have needs? Do you have football needs? You do? Do you have A7FL football <coughs> needs? Well, if you do, good, because you came to the right place. Welcome to the Gary Zimmerman 65th edition of The Other Side of the Ball, 702-608-3259, 702-608-3259 is the number to call. As you are being live inside the Vegas Hype Media Studios in the entertainment capital of the world, and I am the ball head of Brent Musburger, minus the toupee. No, I'm just kidding. Double Anthony Alvarez, everything in the building as always. Got my guys with me in the booth, Mr. Chris Vera. And but we're not in the booth right now. I know. Sounds but good. Sounds good, though. Yeah, sounds good. And Studio. of course, from the Rainbow Bridge of Asgard, where the booming heavens roar, he is the Viking Scott McCorkle. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I and, uh, expecting that one. No, no, Martism kicks up every once in a while. And uh, joining us again right. as a special guest panelist, you know him, you love him. He's been on many times. Of course, he is the reigning, defending head coach of the national champions, the Las Vegas Insomniacs, the Yay. one, the only, and Scotty <sighs> said coach, the great James Bogdan. How are you, sir? How you doing? Welcome back. Thank you for having me. And uh, we're gonna jump right into it. Uh, we got some special friends of ours. Joining us from the Hall of Justice, um, you know them, you love them. Uh, they're good friends of ours and uh, brothers of the program. Um, they are the highly elevated sports talk show for the highly elevated sports fan, the Alpro Jaffos. Gentlemen, are you there? I'm here. What's up, guys? JP from the Opera Jaffas. Glad to be on the show with you guys. How are you guys this evening? Well, first off, welcome back, and you look like you are cold is it still rain up there in uh, northern california my friend oh yeah it's still cold still raining it's mostly because the hair looks like shit right now i got the beating <laughs> now, but nonetheless how, uh, you, how are you feeling i know you just got done playing your first football game in a while yeah oh my goodness um which by the way if it i was can for... really if if i can touch on that real quick go ahead i'm go sore ahead. as hell first of all first game back in 10 years sore as hell all positivity though like i you should have seen my wife she was looking at me all weird how giggly i was from all the pain and bruises and everything that i had so there's definitely a different side but um get those competitive juices flowing so much so you know talking a little smack you know to the other team being on the defensive line got put an offensive tackle mm. on his ass yelled at him a little bit come to find out uh from his coach after we were shaking hands that I was yelling at a deaf man the entire that time. So that, that, no, 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 no. That was, I was pretty really hilarious, actually. I was uh, watching their, I was that. watching their right? live show earlier the, or yesterday mm -hmm. morning mm -hmm. as he was explaining this story. <laughs> I, it, it was, it was funny. What a bully! It, 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 it was, I, I don't it, know it, if it was the coach funny. was messing with me or not, but either way, that was a pretty good one. One time yelling I asked a, a deaf man. Uh, one time I asked a dude in a wheelchair. Uh, I was just greeting him. And he was like, you know, what's up? And I was like, oh, no, you know, nothing much. Same shit, different diaper. And he just <laughs> stared at me, <laughs> looking at me dead in my face like that's not, you're not supposed to Wow. Okay, so, JP. I get it. There, there has been um, speculations been and discussions about a possible collaboration going on here. Um, I heard that there's been meetings at the uh, Hall of Justice. Would you care to explain to our fans uh What's going on here, my friend? So, uh, as you guys know, we've been covering you uh, the, the A7FL uh, for the last two, three years now, um, and got to hang out with you guys out there at the at the Bullhead A7FL City. Championship there in Bullhead Fantastic City, Arizona. 
Um, can you wait? I was just saying it was a fantastic weekend. Go ahead, continue. Yeah, and then um, and so we've been trying to figure out somehow, some way to get a little bit more in, involved, other than just being a you know like a, a, an independent um, reporting on the A Seven FL. Um, so myself and Mr. Derek Duncan um, himself have been in uh, conversation to figure out some things that can get done and really excited for what we have stored. I don't want to give away too much of uh, what's going to be going down, at least for the fall brawl or the rest of the fall brawl so far. But uh, it's something that I feel is a little long overdue, not for any like uh, wrong reasons or anything like that, but just the, the relationship that we've built with you guys over the last few years has been something that that we cherish. Um, I know De- talking to Derek is something that he does as well. Um, and it's really cool to announce now that we are going to be partners uh, with the A7FL and <laughs> A7FL Nevada to be doing more extensive, more exclusive coverages. Um Hopefully being on y'all's show a little bit more, y'all being on our show a little bit more to talk more A7FL and just to kind of shoot the shit. So we're we're excited for, for what's about to come, and we know that there's going to be a lot of things that come from this partnership that we know are going to be memorable. So um, we're excited. Wow. Interesting. That is uh, quite an announcement, good sir. Um, how, so who's big idea was it and um just when can we expect uh more uh talks about this to come into fruition so as far as i know now with me and what me and derek have talked about i know next week uh was uh gonna be going over like plays of the year top seven plays of the year type stuff so we were going to be involved somehow uh some way shape or form with that um and then things during the fall brawl and during the broadcasts and everything else like that that we can kind of sink our teeth into and get again i don't want to give too much i want to tease it a little bit so that everybody kind of stays tuned i don't want to tell them what it is now and then you know be over and done with by the time it comes around but it's it's really exciting stuff and it's going to be beneficial for for both of us i know that for sure well one thing's for sure if we can get anything to have you and country k or perhaps country k and the viking go back and forth on a particular subject that would be for good television Yes, uh, we got we got country country K and uh, Derek Duncan rematch of the forty. That's gonna have to come soon. I know Derek. Has That's a been, real top uh, heavy race. Derek has been asking about him and asking about it every single time that I talk to him. Um, K, as you guys know, being the the competitive Floridian that he is, is is all game. So um, I don't know when it's gonna happen, but I know the rematch is gonna happen soon. So. <laughs> I'm not going to say who my money's on. Uh, oh, I will. Okay. I, I Sorry, just want to know, okay. um, just, whenever the data said, just give me a microphone and we'll go from there. That's all I'm asking. Oh, That's all I'm right. asking. That's all I'm asking. Definitely. Just let, letting you guys know, 610 beast from the southeast, and it's not just because he's big. He's fast as shit as so. Well, he's like five <laughs> steps. He's already at the finish line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, almost remember, like, a, it, like Giannis it, taking like one or two steps from half court to get to the basket type of thing. Well, all right. Well, uh, JP, hang tight. If you want to stay on the show, you're more than welcome to. The door is always open, so hang tight with us as we will get to our first guest in studio. Um, really needs no introduction. 
He has been here before, and of course, he is never, ever, 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 ever at a loss for words. And he likes to hit like Ronnie Lott. And Quan, if you could um, play that oh so memorable hit on the B roll, if you please. To the point to where. That's the only one he has? Well, it's the main. No. Specifically because this made Scott the Viking McCorkle take off his headset and take a walk. Yeah, no, I, I definitely jumped out of my seat and had to had to run around a little bit. I got jumped out of your seat. Now you want- and it also it also brought to attention. <laughs> and that's why Scotty took a walk. <laughs> he got the hit, but the guy got like 15 yards. All right, yeah. Okay. You heard that on What about on Sunday, though? Okay, so actually, this actually brought up a, a, a good play, but go ahead, my bad. <laughs> I was about to go ahead and derail everything. My fault. <clears throat> derail it how? Uh, no, about really? the play. Oh, really? yeah, no, okay. No, it, Anyhow, you're like make... a set, like a setter in volleyball. You're just trying to get them to spike it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's my job is to set up, set up everybody and let them run through the hole and find the end zone. Anyhow, it's back about spiking one. things and running it back through the hole. The, <laughs> back in the studio, back in the house again. Never at a loss for words. The one, the only from Sigwita Daniel Packer D. How are you, sir? I'm good, man. How y'all doing? Well, welcome back. So, um, take me through that hit one more time. Just, 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 just explain, uh, from your point of view, what you saw. Man, dude was coming to block. That was it. I was taking on a blocker. That Simple as that. Okay. So it it brought up a point that um I had asked. A, like, it brought up a question for me, and it was: we have rules on how a blocker can engage a defender. And I wasn't necessarily sure if we had a specific rule on how to how a, a defender has to engage a blocker, like if he has to have his hands out in front of him, does he ha- how does he do that? Hold From up, the seat up. of his pants, it doesn't work. Hey, that's <laughs> you know what? I'm Oakley, just saying. Hold up, hold up. You know what? I'm just hold saying. Up. Oakley, Mr. Oakley, really? That, that, that's how we feeling today. That that that's how we feel. He had three good blocks on Sunday. Now he wants to talk some trash. Who does Oakley play for? Man, they lost, right? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, Mr. No. Packer, you've been doing this for a long time. You've been playing semi-pro for 14 years. Yeah, um, he's not wrong. What makes you still get up for playing this game that you love oh so much? Man, I'm a keeper. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, I've been quitting for the past, like, four years. Like, it's just, I, I can't stop. Like. Love of the be, game, man. I love it too much, but my body is dead, bro. So, realistically, how many more years you think your body can give in playing this game, or what does your heart try? What does your heart say? Like how? He's how already, he, he already quit body, again. <laughs> his body gave out like three years ago. Right. This is just hard headed. Listen, stubbornness. I'm gonna be real. I just sold my pads, well, my helmet. So, okay. I'm done with pads, at least. Okay, he's done with pads. Okay. Progression. All right. As of now. As of now. It's a progression. Because I could still get a lid <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> but, but I'm trying not to play, man. Like, A7 is fun for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not taking it too serious. Like, everybody going to the gym and all that. I'm off the couch. I still can <laughs> compete. So, obviously... um. We know um, that you were highly inspirational by your mother. Shout out to Miss Stephanie. Um, so, <laughs> she's a friend of mine. Know her very well. Anyhow, so you say um, 
What what draws the inspiration from your mom? And that's all I had growing up, for real. So I got my stepfather, but it's just always been me and moms, man. Shout out to MP, another good friend of mine. Yeah, that's my dog. <laughs> like, that's my dog, man. But, and he actually got me into football. This is Let's true, because he, he, was, he was pretty good in his day himself. Yeah, like, I, I always played basketball. Like, I still play basketball to this day, but I just love hitting people. Like, as simple as that. Like, everybody you're talking about, I be getting took up top. I don't care. Like, it's a part of football. I just want to hit somebody. Now, explain to me. Now, oh, I wish we had this footage, but explain to me the last hit that you had this past Sunday where uh, there was some back and forth going on between <laughs> you and Mr. Crown, which we found out who it was because he was trying to see who it was he was jabbing with, and we found out it was Crown. Now, take us through that play. What exactly happened as you were trying to hit so somebody? Look, you it started. Before the game even started, dude was tripping, man. He got a chef too crazy. And at the end of the day, that's my brother. He played with me. We go to war together. So I was just like, bro, like, you got to keep the same energy you had the night before. We was just cool. Like, you wanted to come kick it with us and all that. And now you talking mm -hmm. crazy. So, like, it just presented Sounds itself. familiar. Like, Dion low-key set him up because that ball was in the air too long. I seen the ball go up. I knew it wasn't going to the fucking, I mean, my bad. It wasn't going to the <laughs> outside. He threw it deep, and I just beeline for him. I made a play on him. Like, I was taught you make a play on the ball or the player. I chose did, I chose violence, bro. Did you? Because you did knock the pass down. I didn't even feel the ball. Really? <laughs> I, was, I was trying to hit him. Because, I mean, I saw your arm come out, first, and the ball went that way. No, listen. When I hit him, I pushed off with my arm. Like, that's just how I hit naturally. Like, I'm going to push off every time I hit you. Like, it so, wasn't me trying to be or play, you know, dirty type of way or nothing, but he had to feel me. Like, the way he was talking, it, it was, I ain't like it. Sent a message. Right, but it was all football to me. Like, I wasn't even mad. You see, I walked, I skipped off to keep it real. <laughs> I skipped off. Like, and I seen him mad, but I'm like, what you mad? It's football. Like, y'all could have did it to me. True. At the end of the day, it happens, bro. We're playing a tackle football game. Very true. Like, it wasn't nothing personal. Well, it was personal, <laughs> but it was football related. You feel me? So, personal, but not personal. Right. Like, I ain't got no ill will towards dude. Sound, sounds like it. I don't. I did <clears throat> what I had to do. <laughs> really, like, Denzel? But the cold part, I told him. I told everybody, I was like, bro, I'm, I'm finna play this game. Just like, y'all you... still got to deal with it. You stirring stuff up? Me no. Man, James always <laughs> stirring something up. Oh, me and Pac have a like a, a history. Know. You guys dated history. before? No, it's a love hate relationship. <laughs> I don't like that. Oh, I got excited. No, that's Zell, my there's guy, not too man. many light people, not light skinned in the room. Come on, man. No, I'm light skinned. You white skinned? Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say. I'm just I, a I, black skin that can't tan. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, anyhow, so <laughs> moving um, forward. <laughs> now you say that you have quit several times. Do you see yourself getting into coaching one day, or do you possibly want to coach one day? Yeah, when I'm done playing. Okay. Which like, could be so, all right. It could be. Like, <laughs> so the way I be feeling, bro. I didn't even think I was gonna play Sunday. So I sat in my brother's little massage chair at his house for like two hours a day. It felt like needles was on the bottom of my feet. 
Like, I didn't even want to run. Didn't want to go to practice the day before the game, nothing. But we locked in, bro. Like, it's a different field. It's How do you, so being such a long-time semi-pro guy, uh, a padded semi-pro guy, how do you feel uh, – or what do you feel is the difference for A7? Like, do you think it's a different route? Do you think it's a, a route to a different place? Do you think it's just an alternative? How do you feel it compares to the semi-pro that was out there before or even currently? All right, so I'm going to go back from when we played together. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like then. Like, we having fun. We got a bunch of games going at one time. Well, not one time, but in a day. Like, you know, we used to have two games going at a time at Freedom. Right. Like, it's dope. I just, I wish we had more conferences to play the fall brawl, too. Like, if we can get California to play, get a team in Arizona. Like, Ca California only wants to get whooped once a year. I, I was actually, so that's actually. Um, Bring that, it to Northern California. You guys already know. And I've been vouching for that. It leads into my next question I have written down oh, right here. Like, you. You being a semi-pro guy, like for so long, be, having played in on these California teams, having played on like these uh, Inland Empire teams and stuff like that, like how do you, how do you think we could do better as an organization, as players, as you know, like as a community, to to get this more established in these communities, these football-based communities that aren't getting the recognition on the semi-pro level. Just because there's a thousand leagues, there's even more teams, and there's zero organization, how do we convert those people into A7? Like, we get these five trash semi-pro teams, and they can build one good A7 team to compete. It's not that far of a drive. You want to know some real stuff? How do we do it? We don't have but one team in Vegas now, and my guys wasn't committed enough for this. They wasn't committed to full season and semi-pro, bro. We had the same guys showing up. Hmm. Like, is it the same thing in California? Like, cause we have, is. we're established. Like, we're not not that we have reached everybody, but we are established and growing here in Las Vegas already. Just specifically because we are, this is an A seven A seven West podcast. Like, we are Nevada, but we also we need we want the competition from the Cali guys. We know they have the athletes out there. We know that. Arizona has a bunch of athletes. Northern Nevada, Northern California. We know that these places have athletes. How do we get the word out to the right people? Because obviously, like just getting the word out to the players. How do we? How do we kind of get these guys to shift over? Expand. Yeah, like we just got to get to these guys. How do we do it? Man, I try. Look, this is gonna sound like I'm recruiting, but I'm over it now. Dude should have came out and played with us, with the Saints, bro. I have been telling everybody, bro, come play and play with the Saints. We go on and play in all these Cali leagues. We don't play in Vegas. Like, that's how you get out to people. Like, dudes don't even know what A7 is in California. Right. How do that's what I'm asking so you. Like, how do we like, get out there to change no, it? We just gotta go out there so and play. Go out there and play. Call so them it's out. like every time I'm playing, I'll be talking to my guys about it all the time. Then I'd be like, what the hell is that? Call them out. Like, they don't know for real. So, like, if we did how, you know, the NFL does little uh, London games and stuff yeah. like that, we got to go, go take two teams, go take the outlaws and the alienators out there, go take sick, you know what I mean? Go right. take two of the good teams out there bro, and I put on a, a show. that I played for with Inglewood, bro. He can get us a field. We can play it in, um, what is it, Covina, West Covina. Okay. 
Well, we're going to go ahead and pin that idea. We me and you will talk about it later. We'll right, develop bro, it a little we bit get, and uh, take it up. a whole bunch more people to follow But that's, that's, I think, where we're at as a league is where we need to start looking like the older guys like you. Like, you've been, you've been around this game for a long time. Oh, and God. if you believe in what A7 is doing, like, it's kind of, like, it can help save some of these kids for college and for the next level. Like, we're, we are past that, but we can help pass the knowledge. Yeah, on. I mean... I agree with you, Scott, on that, but I mean, we also got to tighten up here in Vegas before we, we start, you know, expanding and trying to get other you know, leagues, you know, involved. I mean, we, we can always, we can always, we can always advertise, bro. Leave the refs alone. The, the refs we have <laughs> are better trying, than man. they're way better. The, the refs are better, a hundred percent better than any other city in this country. Cap. I promise you, bro. I call cap. I don't play with a lot of refs. I'm telling you right now. All right. It, they could be, they have way better refs out here than they do in other places. You'd be, you'd be appreciative. Now we can literally keep, I get we much. can literally keep Danny here all show long, but we do have other guests we got to get to. Damn, I so you we, fell. Are you Sorry. okay? So we do have to <laughs> say so long to now Danny Packer, but you can catch him in two weeks mm -hmm. as his beloved sick with it plays the insomniacs. And that's what I'm going to say. Yeah, this shit ain't sweet. Each other. Just know that it ain't sweet. <laughs> we had the same dudes from the last game we played. Oh, here we go. Well, like, hey, this gonna be a dog fight. Hey, Packer. Period, point blank. Packer. Hmm. Merry Christmas, man. Merry Christmas to you too. <laughs> same. Yes. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, Danny Packer. Never afraid of mixing words on the show with us today. Thanks, Don. Appreciate, it, bro. How to have some fun with them. So did we ever did we ever get clarification like just because I I probably suffer from a little CTE and I'd be forgetting little, stuff. Um did little. we ever get clarification on if there is a rule on or if there is like a a requirement or a guideline to how you can engage a blocker as a defender? Well, I mean, <clears throat> realistically, I think the one one thing that we've always said is you can't lower a shoulder. Either okay. way as a because as a um, runner you can't lower your head so you can't lower a shoulder kind of impossible to do one without the other so you can't lower a shoulder into a guy but i don't think that there is and i could be wrong and well, i'll we, look it up i'll look i'll tell you what i will look it up and next wednesday i will have more than a um a generalized statement for you on that i'll have you. the complete rule for you on that thank you, thank you know who should know this well franklin yeah, yeah. Without sure. it, he, and I'm sure if we and if I talk to Will, I'll get the full thing on it. And the thing about it is, I have not. I can't sit here and tell you. I know that in flag leagues, it's always you know hands hands, up. hands first. You right. can't you can't lead with a forearm. So I don't know. I would like to sit here and tell you that it's the same thing. I mean, if you can't lead with your shoulder sure. on a tackle, I'm sure it's going to be the same way engaging with a offensive player. That's what I'm thinking. So I did have I did have one question for him, at least for because I know he said that not a lot of guys out here are talking about it, but me being out here, people know about it. It's there's a there's there's almost a skepticism about it though. So I was wanting to know giving the the A seven FL, at least statistically the from what we've seen, how much safer it is. Do y'all think that guys will actually prolong their career playing A7FL than they would semi-pro? Well, I mean, I think they can. I mean, 
you know, the ta- you're, you're doing rugby tackling, so you're not supposed to be going for your knees. You're not supposed to be head hunting. You know, if you wrap around um, like you're supposed to, you know, those are supposed to be good form form tackling, then you can. But you know, the problem is, you know, you got one league that's doing form rugby tackling, then you got another league that's doing whatever they want to tackle. So you know, to try and. You see it in the NFL, you know, when they try and, you know, limit them on how they can hit people. And it's hard. Two guys, go, you know, going for one spot and someone's going to get crushed. There's always going to be that um, opportunity for someone to get injured. And that's just football in general. It doesn't matter if you're playing tackle, if you're playing uh, NFL, college, high school. Um, anytime you're in pads, you have that opportunity. In any type of football, I mean, I played 22 years in the in the flag league out here, and James can tell you, both of us have seen it. We've seen broken legs, we've seen broken jaws, we've seen all kinds of stuff in flag. So there's always that opportunity. Do I think that A7 would prolong somebody's career if they wanted to come and play A7 rather than going to play in, the, in a semi-pro league? Go without a shadow of a doubt. I from think, a lot of the stuff that I've already seen, I would say yes. For, from a concussion standpoint, a thousand percent. <laughs> I will say that, um, and I hope nobody gets upset with me for this, but I think the one move we could make, and I understand it's a money thing and it's a it's a scheduling thing and all that, but to move on to a grass field, I think would do even more to save people like ligaments and stuff like that it's tough but trying to find out it's tough to do it's tough to do out here in vegas because of the weather and and well, grass has, dies so fast and it has it, more to do with the availability well the availability of field and the maintenance I, I i get that that's all like that, that all that plays into it yeah but i just think like if money wasn't the object like if there was if we had like a saudi arabian bankroll right then at that whoever whoever uh Whoever bankrolled uh, Fury and Ganu, like if they came and took it, like then I think that would be the one step we could make. Then we all be playing in Allegiant Stadium. Well, no, but I think, or yeah, something I, think like it. I think the one move we You're could make is to move on to grass. But I think that's a that's a push in all of football right now. The people are looking to try and cut down on the non-contact injuries on top of it. They are. But, I mean, but I think we we definitely extend the life because of the concussion protocol and stuff like that. I just think there there are other steps like it, there are things that happen as much as you know True. turf does attribute to non-contact i mean i think you know grass is going to attribute it too i mean yep. it just it's unfortunately There's, injuries are just unfortunate accidents true you know they, they they just happen you know unfortunate they happen at unfortunate times and we all seen it i mean look bottom line is it's you know we can kind of argue about this but or or have a discussion about it and i agree with you scotty in some manners but i think also that we've got to understand the areas that we can take this game if we built our own stadium or or you know a stadium was built and we could put grass in it and do something like that that'd be a different story the bottom line though is there's nobody left in town that has everything we need with a grass field. No, I, I understand. Well, he's just saying that it would it would help out. Oh, yeah. But, no, I'm not saying that. But, the, but yeah. even even if we had unlimited amount of money, no matter what, um, everything is cost-effective. Yep. 
and you know a grass field, the maintenance on it is not cost effective. No, not no, I, 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 I agree with and understand all of that. I was just—he's just saying just he would saying prefer that, grass. And well, I, no, I just think that grass is that one thing yeah. that you know, if it, if you, it's whether you prioritize. You know, money and maintenance, so money like efficiency yeah. over like players. Just, just give you an example. What did they say? It was twelve million dollars to change out all the turf fields for grass in the NFL. Right. Yep. NFL makes what fifteen billion dollars a year. Yeah. Yep. It's not cost effective for them. It would. It, it's, it's not. That's a drop in a bucket for them. Yeah. And, right. But they still won't do it. Right. No, I get it. I just think because upkeep. Yeah. And cold cold climates, it's not conducive. Yeah, and then once once we get that, there will be more issues. People will be pulling pulling muscles more than tearing ligaments, and I'm sure, being, you know, because the slide and trying to catch yourself, we'll we'll see a spike in in groins or whatever. You know, there's always something. I, I think right spike now it, it's at a point where the A7 is at a point where you're you're kind of like yes, grass field would be would be great, and especially on all levels of football, padded or not, but it's at a point you guys are kind of ahead of the game when it comes to the safety, you know, aspects of everything. So it's kind of, I mean, if you try to change it any more than like, how much further can you go to make it? I mean, sure. There's the chop blocking, trying to get rid of a certain amount of, you know, low hits and stuff like that. But how much further can the a seven go? to you know basically up the statistics in safety we'll talk about that in a little bit but we do have to get to our second guest he is ready from the town as we like to say for us that are from the bay area town business in the house indeed from oakland california mr demario hughes is in the building how are you sir i'm doing good now i got a question how do you end up getting this nickname of you being called lee what what's the story behind that so that's actually my middle name oh, okay and so as okay. a kid that's how people just called me okay all right so what part of the town <laughs> was it because the first name was too long yeah I, i'm not gonna <laughs> lie i never really liked being called a demorio like i never seen me as a demorio so i just i guess that's like me and christopher oh when, yeah when people call me that i know i'm in trouble so yeah 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 all right but i mean okay so what part of the town did you grow up in? East Oakland. Well, I should have known that. Yeah, East Oakland, <laughs> Funktown. Why East. should you have known that? I, 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 well, I mean, most people that are famous out of Oakland normally are raised up on the east side. Oh, you're famous. All right, Lee. Oh. Just a little bit. Nice <laughs> so, All right. right. Were you as famous as um, Hammer? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> You're not talking about MC Can you do that again? Yes, yes. Oh Stanley, Stanley Burrell himself, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. No. Now, if you would have said Todd Shaw, he probably would have caught you. You know, he's been out the light for a while. Yeah, he So has. I'm probably just as famous as MC Hammer. Shout out, MC. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Burrell and Mr. Shaw. Well, I had to ask. I mean. O o Oakland you know. legends. Yes, indeed. So He's um, from Oakland, too, so I figured I'd ask. Hey, you're not wrong for asking. So, nah, for um. You played high school ball, played college ball. Uh, talk to us about that. Uh, no, just a little bit. I played, um, so going through high school and stuff, I played for Mount Diablo, Concord, and then transferred a little bit. Very good program out there. Yeah, went around to Concord, played Clayton Valley, then a little bit at De La Salle, but oh, I so specialized you, so you in Wilson. Yeah. Okay. But so okay. 
my when I was going to Dayla, I actually went there on wrestling, and then I got back into football. My nephew dragged me back into football. Wrestling was my thing at first. Oh, really? Yeah. What weight class? Um, I started. It was kind of weird. I started off at like two thirty, and I was down to the one twenties. Really? What? Yeah. Oh, I was wow. big. It's nah, crazy. You like were so, like so. My freshman you year, were so strong. When so you got down to your wrestling. Weight. No, because at first it was the baby fat. I wasn't yeah. tall or nothing like that. I was just like fat and short. Yeah, but your base is probably crazy. Yeah, and then once I once I like sophomore year after workout and conditioning, I just sprouted to like six one. Then I would start shedding all that baby fat. Had that little surfboard body body working for a minute. So so no WWE, huh? Nah. <laughs> and then so um hmm, start playing ask. make money. Yeah, no, it, it was cool, but after that, you know, that's the epitome of slaves. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh damn. All <laughs> right. They work twenty four seven, bro. And they- Killing their bodies. They have more days on now than, than it used to be back in the territorial yeah. days. See, that's the thing about wrestlers. Like when you confuse the WWE with real wrestling, like we hate that. No, yeah, I, so. it, trust yeah. me when I say <laughs> it's no. There's there's no confusion. Yeah, no confusion. I just just don't crap. say it's fake to them, or they will try to kill you with that. Nah, for real. Yes. Ask well, rest in peace. But uh, ask Big Ben here about that. But continue the story. Go ahead, sir. No. So then I start playing a little college ball. Lost McDonald's, start transferring for a minute. Um, tore my ACL. Oof. Stopped playing sports for a minute. Moved to Vegas. You know, I was just working out here and then got kind of in the fishing industry before I became a coach out here doing Little League. Wait a minute. Fishing industry? Yes. Or a industry, fisherman? Like fisherman. So when you say industry, though, when I think about that, I'm thinking about— He fishes about, for money. No, I'm thinking, about, no, I'm thinking about commercial fishing. Yes, oh, no, commercial I, fishing. So that's oh, that's yeah. deadliest catch status over there. Yes, commercial fishing. Like that's out there in Alaska, like, you know, Long yeah. Bay, Lower Forty Eight. Okay, no, that's what I was kind of curious Dan, about. Dangerous catch. Yeah, oh, see, deadliest catch. Wild Bill, shout out to you know his wife. Yeah, no, I was kind of curious because we life. used to do a lot of I I done sports fishing here in Vegas. Yeah, see, and, that's what I was thinking. Uh, largemouth. No, I didn't do all no, over. So I didn't do no sports fishing. That's what I was asking. Yeah, I'll show you some clips and stuff. I got. Big salmon sharks and stuff that I didn't caught and things like that. Nice. But so for the most part, I came out here. Um, my sister and me, we opened up a little restaurant, but I was doing little league coach for the Diamondbacks. I was their head coach for three years. And then I started dibbling back into the little rugby. Um, I was on the Vegas little Irish team out here. And then Laugh brought me over. It wasn't no open spots at sick with it. He like, just go to OTT. And so I went there a season. Kind of liked it. Stay with him another season. Well, there might be a spot. Packer quits every day, so. <laughs> <laughs> and Damn, of course, he's gone. So yeah, he, he can't. can't def- he can't, he can't def- defend himself. He's gonna defend himself in the chat because that's oh, what yeah. he's gonna say does. something. So oh, you know it's coming. He'll message me later. So what got uh, <laughs> what got you into the aspect of coaching, and what did you enjoy about coaching so, football? So basically, with me, with coaching is like that's something I was just naturally good at. Even when I played football, like. Going through high school and stuff, like, my coaches used to always tell me to try to get into it. So then when I had the opportunity with the Diamondbacks, we did, like, a little all-star merger with all, like, I took some of the good players from every team, and I won a little national out here. So it just motivated me to keep going. And I kind of was running into, you know, rugby players and stuff like that. And A7 players where we practiced at was Charlie Freas Park. So I looked into it, and I've been here since. Now, when you played um, football, what was your position? What was your natural position? Tight end, yeah. Okay. So who would you say that you would pattern your your uh, style of play after? Um, I would just say my nephew. Like, I don't even 
look up to people in like the league. Like my nephew, he was my biggest in- inspiration for playing football. Like Max Prep, Cal High Sports, all that growing up. Like so, that was my biggest person that I looked up to. Okay, would you ever consider getting back into coaching again? Uh, technically, I am still a coach. Okay, okay, okay. For the Diamondbacks, correct. Okay. Well, or, or should I ask? Do you plan to? Go uh, going to upper levels of coaching, I should say that. Right now, I just want to fill out my, you know, my talent of actually being a player. I'm trying to kind of lean away from the coaching because that is a lot of experience. And like I said, I'm still young. So I want to just see how far I can go with actually being a player. So you said D-end and tight end. Correct. Which one do you like more? Well, I like contact. So <laughs> I like <laughs> I like D-end. But lately, you know, I, I'm going to keep it real. I've been playing line and – you know, I just I've been doing my job there, but being the tight end, that's what I play. So contact is just the name of the game. Uh, Doesn't matter where you are. It don't matter where I'm at. I like contact. I'm not gonna lie. I like exciting plays. I, I be trying to get big hits. I just like contact. Well, to quote another Oakland native, he is about that action, boss. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Interesting. Uh, so I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna ask you. You and your sister still have that restaurant still, or yeah? So it's actually we just did our grand opening. We got a kitchen out here. It's actually 809 Main Street is the location. It's called Dripping Soul. Dripping Soul. 809. Yeah, it's yeah. right around the corner. Right around the corner. Yeah, wow, right okay. around the corner. It's not that far. So if y'all hungry, pull up, get some food. We got the little fancy little kiosks. You can do your little tap water, garlic noodles, prawns, oxtails. You name oxtails. So many. I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> I am blown away by the amount of people that are actually starting to like oxtail. Because when I first moved to the states, <laughs> really, so many I people. As soon as I said oxtail, they're like, "What the hell is that?" My mom, been... my mother lives for cooking oxtail. Oh. I'm like, you like that stuff, dude? <laughs> West India, man. If if you ain't talking lamb curry, you ain't talking oxtail. You're not talking that stuff. You gotta go someplace else, cause uh, in my household, that's kind of the regular. I love oxtail soup. Oh, hey, oxtail. Uh, Jeremiah. Oh, oxtail soup uh, stew is my favorite. Anyway, uh, my bad. Jeremiah just hopped up in the uh, <clears throat> in the comments and he said um, he said a food bet. Cause you know he stays uh, with his for, barbecue. With, barbecue. We, we, we with could, his ribs, we could do whatever he want to do. I ain't gonna. Yeah. Lie. I, don't, oh, I don't feel like nobody touching this, me in that kitchen. I'm taking any challenges. Is that oh, a no, cookoff? Oh no, no. It's a cookoff. Cookoff, oh boy. Oh, cookoff. So there we yeah, go. We oh. we could have a cookoff. So a little thing that I'll be doing, I'll be giving back to the homeless and stuff. Like oh. I'm gonna be passing out food. On God the bless you. Hear so, that, Kelly? So That's our next thing. So, so hold on, seven cookoff. Exactly. And hold on, I'm I'm thinking. You know, I'm a judge. I was just gonna say, in two we weeks, can really do. We can in two really weeks. do it. No, we can two really weeks. No, two weeks. Here, we. I bring it here. Bring it here, yeah. and Jeremiah, we'll all be judges. The challenge. <laughs> yeah, Jeremiah, <laughs> what's up? You in? What are you gonna be cooking? Barbecue. And we'll, then we'll, uh, we need to we'll ha- say. Get well, no, no, no. Hold on, Matt hold on, Kenny hold on. And his wife. We'll her, do. Her we'll catering. do it this way. We'll say your best dish. Whatever you want to cook, your best dish. Now, mm. Jeremiah said he's in. I'm down. Set so your up. best Are we dish. Put an open call out to A seven. Set it up, best, and we go, and we go. We're gonna, we're gonna start. Challenge. No, we're gonna start it off. We're gonna hey, start uh, it off Nick, with, with Nick's, these two. Next a, a chef too. Yeah, but we're gonna start it off with these two. We go set it up, we, and we, we're gonna see. We're gonna see who's the better. You know, and we, then should do, we should do. We should do like since, uh, now the NCAA basketballs. We should do like a, a bracket. A bracket. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you, but then all hey, of us would be out to here. I'm cool so with that. I'm, I'm, I'm starch madness. I'm out to starch, starch madness. Quad. Quad market. Quad is already in. in. I got to tell you guys that. Hashtag. Hashtag. 
Starch Madness. Doesn't yeah. So I do got to judge though, because you didn't ask if you bring food in my studio. Blaze oh, just yeah. you are. No, Blaze, that, that's, that's even that was already. Yeah. Blaze just said he'll so make mac and cheese. That's all I need to know. That's uh, what I'm saying is I that was that was already a consideration. You were one of the people on the panel. You know I love Oh no. No. Go. Go. Say that again. Pineapples and whatever you. Oh here we go. Say that again. I want to. I want to challenge on that mac and cheese. He ain't messing with my mac. Oh. This kind of original. Challenge thrown down. Yes. Challenge there. Even, on the, <laughs> even Challenge. on the other side of the ball, we talk about food, food. too. Hell yes. Everything. So it's <laughs> on. Two weeks. Two weeks. Set it Two up. Two weeks. We'll have that challenge where, uh, Jeremiah, you back on the show. You're in the show. We're going to have that food. That taste off, if you will. And the taste off. You've got, yeah, taste <laughs> off, like man. Do to my Starch madness. Starch madness. We're going to see who's got the yeah, best yeah, flavor. We're going to see who's got the best flavor going on. You you know what's the crazy part about it? He's going to have to go through hell and back to cook it. I'm just going to go pick up my order with my recipe. <laughs> I'm just going to go place the order and pick it up. That's all I'm doing. So he's going to have to go through hell and back. But we're going to pray for him. <laughs> all right, all right, it's on. So, best dish, best uh, dish versus best dish. Best well, dish. Here we. It, it, the challenge has been thrown down. Uh, uh, and has been accepted. I have, one, accepted. I have one more question. How are they open till? Yes. Two give it. Oh, two a.m. I don't know where me and Scotty are going. Ooh, right. Do you on do you, do you serve shrimp? Also, I just want to know. Yeah. So I serve prawns. Ooh. Prawns and garlic noodles. Ooh. We got Even the prawns better. and garlic you said noodles. Prawns and garlic noodles. The real noodles too, because hey, you, you can't just do the garlic noodles unless you know which noodles to use. Quan over here, hey, you're on like Facebook, salivating. Instagram, all that stuff. Yep, Grubhub, DoorDash. All oh, well, what's the name of the name of it again? Dripping Soul. Dripping Soul. Okay. Dripping Soul. Yeah, you you might as well just go over right at the show. Just I'm dripping. Right yeah, right soon as soon as the show's Josh, over. Yeah, Josh. Quan just went to Josh real quick. He over there wiping his mace. He's like, ready? <laughs> nah. Um, but, but, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> no, so we actually had a place in um, Oakland. And it was the Crystal Cafe out there. So we, we closed down out there, but we was a almost five-star, 4.5-star restaurant out there. Then we relocated out there. Did you serve E-40 some of this food? Serve D40, Filthy Ridge. Filthy Ridge just shouted us out before our grand opening. Oh, nice. Rapping nice. Forte. So, yeah, we got a lot of love in the community for, as far as the hip-hop community. Um, they always show support. Man, I'll oh. tell you what. I could bring uh, some oxtail right y'all now. Y'all got wings. <laughs> happy as hell. Y'all got wings? We got wings. <laughs> Jose, they do have wings. <laughs> We got okay. catfish too. Oh, oh he said catfish. catfish. I'm in. I'm in. I'm, in. I'm, in. I'm there. <laughs> All right. We're getting hungry. So we better stop while we can right now. But so my stomach uh, is growling. <laughs> and just and just so you know, Jeremiah said, Guy know what he's talking about, my man. So <laughs> All right. Our special thanks to Demario Hughes, but you know him as Lee. Lee, we appreciate the time, brother. Again, doors open anytime. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Oh, shout out to his restaurant again, man. Yeah. Dripping Soul on 809 Main Street, open until 2 a.m. You know Get your prawns, your chicken, your catfish. Get if you want oxtail. If you want it, come and get it. <laughs> well. And and he does, man, come support the man. If he's reaching out and feeding the homeless and doing all that, that's that's somebody that we're definitely oh, going to yeah. show support oh, yeah. to it's and show a lot of support. love going down Some, yeah. A7, A7 was enough, but showing love like that. Oh, I'm about to be homeless. Dude, I'm telling you. Well, at the top I'm about of the, well, to walk around being homeless, too. At the top of the show, we did say, do you have needs? But before we continue. Yeah, yes, you do. Those are all. But that's before, a whole but before we introduce our next guest, JP, 
Um, brother, the floor is yours. Go ahead. Uh, once again, appreciate you guys for having having me on, and uh, we hope to be on a little bit more often. Doors always open. Have you guys on on the show as well? This Friday uh, is gonna be kind of a special one. It's my birthday, oh. and so it's gonna be a birthday episode. We've got Wait, Hans whoa, whoa, whoa. Demistode, you're, de- you're a December baby like me. Inside. Go ahead. You're a December baby like me. We drinking? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Okay. Oh. Just the day after Sag season ends, that gummit. Yeah, I had to. I had to choose real early what day I wanted my presents on as a kid. So. Got it. Got it. <laughs> uh, but this Friday we got Hans Themisode, our boxing insider from BoxingScene.com, is going to be with us uh, to start the show to get everything that's been going on in the uh, in the fight game. I am. Sad. And then uh, from seven thirty on, hopefully the guys uh, here from the other side of the ball join up and. We can have a little bit of a, a party time, shoot the shit, talk A7, NFL, anything you guys want. I'm telling you right now, go check out the All Pro Joppos because what you see on ESPN is always two days late. We talk about it on our show all the time. Sounds they, like a side no, chick they, do. they do. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, they're, they're watching us and they're not giving us credit. So instead of going to watch them, just come watch us because we're just like you guys. Fans who just want to go shoot shit, have a good time. And again, highly elevated sports talk with a highly elevated sports fan. I don't really have to explain what that means. Exactly. But <laughs> Shout out to Kevin <laughs> Newman, too. But uh, this Friday, Thanks, 7 p.m. Uh, on the Pernada Bros Productions YouTube channel. We're now live on Instagram as well. Uh, the All, All Pro Joffos and pretty much anywhere else you guys can listen or see podcasts. That's where we're at. So we'll drop we'll see it, you guys on Friday. Drop it in the chat on how we could join you, and I'll make sure I'm on. Yes, sir. I got that in there right now. Sweet. Josh Brunetti, right. always uh, welcome on this show. We appreciate you, brother. Thank you for coming on once again. Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys. I'll talk to you guys later. Okay, All right. Bye. Thank you. See you, JP. Which, again, all pro Jaffos with himself, JP, Country K, Quante Foster, and DJ Matt Sticks. You can catch them on the Prenita Brothers Productions Network on their YouTube page. And if you've never seen JP and Country K go back and forth, um, it's some very good, hilarious stuff. Really? It, so it, it can, really you, is. can you, like, poke them to make them go at each other? Oh, no, no, no. Just, no, no. Just, Just watch this past Tuesday episode when they're yeah. talking about the Lakers raising that ridiculous banner for the NCAA tournament. Uh-huh. You will see some very good competitive banter of them going back and forth on that particular subject alone. And speaking of... Uh, YouTube, uh, with the show they're on, um, everybody subscribe to the other side of the ball. Yes, please do subscribe. Yes. There is a we do have a website called theothersideoftheball.com, and of course, but we YouTube want it on page. YouTube because uh, please subscribe, Facebook. subscribe, subscribe, like, share, subscribe, and do we mention subscribe? Yeah, actually, the wife subscribed today, or no, last night. We're sitting there talking about the show, and she's like, "Hey, YouTube, right?" I said, "Yep." So thank you, hon. Appreciate you for subscribing. AS1020, go ahead and subscribe. to Oh, you know what? And let me give a shout out to uh, my niece, Savannah. Congratulations for uh, graduating from UNLV. Um, very, Damn. very proud of you. I can't wait. Um, in a couple of years, you will be a full-fledged lawyer, and I will be I just as proud as I am today. You'll, All right, you'll be needing it. So, yeah, I <laughs> probably. Need well, it. I already told her I, so, I need it now. Does she do HR? <laughs> so, our next guest um, had a very fantastic A7FL Fall Brawl debut. 
Uh, well, just let the footage speak for itself. Come on, if you please. Nope. Well. That's the cool It's a cool looking Heem jersey. Well, they're not going to get him. He is <laughs> He fast. And he is gone. That's the technique we talk about. Yep. All we well, all weekend long. Every time the alliance has touched the ball, they found the end. Pick your angle, stick your foot in the ground, and go. That's what we have been talking about. You make the saying that for too many, too many of these three on ones. No, If he gets away, he's gone. If he gets away again, makes another man miss down the sideline. Oh, Goodman! Shout out to Goodman. Gone. That's his second. That was a little extra. <laughs> you had something to say to him, look, huh? Look at him. He's over there smiling from ear to ear. The biggest thing of this. Wait, again? Again. Oh, yeah. I told you. Like, a, like American Pie? Again? Sport. You've got to pin him to the sidelines. I hear that. Going after him is one thing. But nobody bye bye. him to the sidelines. And he's, he's going to have again. a third three on one return for a touchdown. Hat trick. And he sticks the layup over the goal post. Can we get that man's name? We We're don't know. Have to. We don't know if that is Jordan Lamb. We don't know if that's Isaiah Hayden because they are listed as single zeros, but we have a double zero. If somebody can get us double zeros name so we can give him his rightful due instead of just saying his jersey number. <laughs> Talk to your coach. Needless to say, we found out who he is, <laughs> and he is Isaiah Hayden of now the we Alliance. Can't forget. <laughs> well, now now with that type of debut. Mr. Hayden, thank you for coming on. How are you, sir? Thank you for having me. I'm good. How are you doing? All right. So uh, give us a little bit of your football story and your football life. Well, my football story is pretty short. Like, I played football, Pop Warner, when I was about eight. Uh, I moved out here. And then I ended up playing football in high school my freshman to junior year. And then I stopped playing, like, my senior year because I had a, a knee injury. Well, he did make the move from <laughs> Kern County, California. Yes, Bakersfield is located in Kern County, for those that don't know. 661 in the house. So uh, how did you eventually come across and finding a 7 and playing in this fall? Well, I've been seeing guys that I know of play football, and then Armando told me about it. Morales, he's uh, he been balling out since I met him when I came back from college. Um, he was like, hey, bro, you want to play? He tried to have me play with the force last year, but I really wasn't trying to go play because I was working. So now that you've uh, have played since you're three weeks in, what is your thoughts about A7? And just what is, you can see the difference from when you played in pads to now playing in A7 from your perspective. My perspective, I like it. I enjoy it. It's, it's a different feel from the, for the game than having pads on, but overall I enjoy the uh, contact without pads. Would you run in the 40 at the combine again? Uh, I did four three. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, you had a uh, Danielle Labette. She was uh, giving you some pointers. Yeah, she was. She was really looking out for me at, that day. And you got faster as you went as the the combine went on. Yes, sir. I'm faster now, actually. Yeah, yes. that was good. He got faster on the combine and also in the forty, but also in the uh, shuttle because we're we're talking that, about that because he was weaving back and forth in his shuttle instead of straight lining it, and as soon as he went straight line. That's when Louise kind of took a, a little eye to you. Yeah. And was like, really? Okay. Now we could talk. Yeah, yeah. I had to figure out some <laughs> stuff. 
This mm-hmm. the what actually helped me go faster was my kid. I was just thinking about him the entire time I was running. So talk about the inspiration that is your son. Well, my ever before I had my son, I was a rough kid. I can a young adult, I could say, but um, I was going through a lot, and then. Before having my son, uh, still going through a lot of issues, and, and my son's granddad ended up passing away, so his mom ended up taking him to uh, Ohio, so now I'm here. But it, with him being so far gone, it actually motivates me to be better as a player, a individual, and overall a father. How long, how long have you been like, apart from him? Um, I went and seen him in November, but him living with me, he's been gone for about a year. About a year and some change now. I'm sorry. That's all good. How old are you now? 23. Are you young? (laughs) Ah, damn. Oh, to be 23 again. I think I got socks older than him. (laughs) No, on second thought, I know I got socks older than him. Let's pray they clean. Yeah, they're clean, man. (laughs) They're clean. I wouldn't have dirty socks older than you. (laughs) Hey, I mean, you never know. My My socks tend to stand up on their own. See, my socks were never like that, <laughs> ever like that. My socks never stand up by themselves. So I'm white. We're kind of gross. <laughs> but, well, that's, on, that's, that's, that's a Scott McCorkle thing, right? <laughs> right. You got man. You got it when you shower, and you got to remember to wash. Oh, it's not anyway. about showering. Um, no, because I mean, you're you're. When's your birthday? All right, hold on. And, and I'm just curious. Nothing to do hold with, on. Oh, I shower twice a day. Uh, my birthday is September 27th. Hold on. Caller, you're on the other side of the ball. Hello. 24th. Hey, man, look, we just want to say stop I knew this these coming. young pups to come out here and get bullied. You went and had three run backs to zero. Get him out of here. <laughs> big knocks on the phone call. <laughs> <laughs> Who was a big, big factor in neutralizing the oh, return this past Sunday. Man, he ain't He's too funny. <laughs> it's all good, Knox. Hey, don't even worry about it, bro. Mind you, this is my first season. I ain't played since senior year, so I got something in store for you, bro. Oh. Oh. Shots fired. Hey, don't mess with that old man. Knox is too funny. I'm just telling you, don't hey, mess with that old man. Hey, look, I can take a punch or two to the face. I ain't worried about him. He ain't going to punch you. He's going to try to run me over. No, but he ain't hey. going to try to run you over either. He's just going to tackle you. That too. We got another caller? I like this kid's attitude. Hold on. I really fucking. What's that? Caller, you're on the other side of the ball. Hello? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Standing with the Kenny, your bitch, though, it's Henny and all that. Hey, how you feel about that game? Y'all got on the seventh, though. Oh, I'm ready for it, honestly. I'm just trying to get even more prepared than I am now, bro. Oh, yeah. How y'all How y'all feel about that game? Y'all got on the seventh. He just, he, said, he he just said he's ready. He's ready. See, it's late. I told you it's late. What's late? I think they're trying to say delayed. Oh, oh, that's unfortunate. Watching it too, as I'm calling. Oh yeah, no, yeah, you definitely don't watch got it. Like a ten second listen to, delay. Listen to what we're saying on the phone, because if not, you guys would be yeah. late on everything. Ooh. All right, I got you, pimp and bet. So, so who you we think speak? Gonna get some more uh, kick returns. Oh, it's not a thought. It's a fact. My Ramsey brother is gonna shut you down. Ooh, oh, oh, is this a Ramsey? Is this boy. a Ramsey? This is saying, the Ramseys. Oh boy, here we go. The Ramseys. <laughs> they plan well, OTT. Oh. Number 97 and number, and number 45. 45. Two Ramsey brothers. Who were a big, yeah, big yeah. factor this yeah, past Sunday problems. against the Hunters. I We, we have a good, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, we not. Hey, that's fine. We going to clap right back, my boy, at the end of the day. It's all, it's all about what you put on the field, not what you're saying out your mouth, though. You got to remember that. Mm. 
right, all right, all right. We don't gotta. We, we don't have no, to go at each other like that. I, Let's... I, what did he said everything right? No, yeah. it's just it's not even it's not even me throwing shots at him. It's more of a humble moment. Like with my teammates, I love my teammates to the fullest. But when we was going at it, or when they was talking mess to uh, sick with it and stuff like that, I was like, bro, stop talking oh, yeah, and just handle I'm business at the end of the day. Sorry. But you see what happened? We got our ass ha tapped, and that was it. He's gonna yeah. make them boys go get some pig's feet, some goddamn greens, some goddamn mac and cheese. He's gonna have a field day with them boys. What? Okay. This is Jeremiah. It was. <laughs> <laughs> they, they come on. They come on. Say what they want, and then they click off. Uh, cool. So, uh, first we, off, thank, please, thank you to the Ramseys, and thank you to the and thank you to Big Knox for calling in. <laughs> Which again, seven zero two six zero eight three two five nine is the number. 702-608-3259 okay, let's, let's try to pull number. this back onto the rails. <laughs> I like rails. For, for once, it's not Scotty. Right? <laughs> yeah, no, this else. is the second time, I think. With somebody All else right. this time. So, I mean, obviously, there's a, there's a little competitive juices going up in here. So, um, what is your take? <laughs> yeah. What is your take on what? Isaiah, what is your take on uh, your next opponent, given the fact that you do have a two-week window to watch some film on them and to get a concept of uh, your next opponent? Um, my take on that is just to watch film and grind harder than I usually do. You know, be in the gym six days a week, get that money, get the bread, and go home. Keep doing the same thing. So when you did play ball, what was your position? What was your natural? What's your natural position? So when I played ball in high school, like I, my freshman and sophomore year, they didn't really utilize me because I wasn't like I didn't have my stature. I was short. Uh, as I progressed and got older, got faster, they put me. My junior year, they put me at like kicker, turner, punt returner, safety, corner, and some receiver. Uh, senior year, I ended up playing a punter, but I ended up hurting myself playing other positions, so I had to stop uh, playing my senior. Year. So, so what position do you like to play? Everything. It don't matter. What would okay. you say is your best position to play? My best would be receiver, for sure. All right. Caller, caller, you're on the other side of the ball, but before you say anything, please state your name so our guests can know who we're speaking to. And push pause on the podcast. Right. Caller, go it, ahead. It's Zelly. It, it's Zelly. Oh, Mr. here we Zelly. go. Zelly. I got, You've been on one today, brother. I bet you... <laughs> I bet you Young Buck scored two touchdowns against that whack ass team on the seventh. Wow. Oh. oh. Hey, you said it, not me, bro. Hey, anyway, mm. no, I, I, I got you scoring two tubs against that whack ass team. Wow. He's okay. so spicy. Hey, I'll make it four for you, bro. Uh oh. oh. Wow. Hey, I appreciate it. We ain't worth the Double down. <laughs> he said, as soon as hey, he touches hey, it, he's going to put it in. <laughs> Short can guys I, unite. Can I, just, can I just say something? Are you talking about four on the returns? Yeah. So that you know that means that they've got to score touchdowns for you to be able to return the ball. It don't matter what they put me at. I'm going to score. Okay. <laughs> oh, there we go. Look, <laughs> hey, last game was a bad game. I'm going to be honest. I did my best to put my team up in certain positions to get them those yardages. But overall, I didn't perform how I performed up Man, who previous do you week. Play next? Who do you play in two weeks anyway? OTT. Um, is it OTT? Okay. Mm. I haven't looked at it. <laughs> Well, Ramsey versus. I wait until Hayden. Wednesday before we. Before the Ramseys and Delaney against Mr. Hayden on three. Well, if you like the three on one return, this might be the game for you. This is the division for you. That too. <laughs> this is what the, the division. division for you. Oh. If you like the three on one, if this like is this is the, a division to watch. For I mean, sure. realistically speaking, we we've, we've got probably what 
what do we think when we're doing the uh, po- or not the podcast when we're up in the booth? We said there's probably now what five five guys, possibly for, now, possibly for now, possibly now six. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> when you think about that, that's that's not bad. No, it's for not, one division. Not, no, not at all. So oh, could I piggyback off uh, last week's uh, podcast? You guys made a st- or Savion made a statement regarding him being fast or me keeping up with him. I'm beating you, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am faster than you. You know mm. what? Championship weekend. I you say know, we do the you know what? You know, fastest man. Fastest. Right. Yeah, I agree <laughs> right? with you. Right. We I can line up you. on the we can line up on the green and go at it. First, too. they gotta eat some oxtail and then they gotta race. <laughs> there you go. Oxtail first. And if you ain't down with the oxtail, too damn bad. You gotta eat it before if you wanna run. Shoot, I ain't I'm skipping out on the oxtail. I eat that all day every day. So here's the thing. I was one of the people taking times. Right. I know for a fact what you ran. I know for a fact what Savion ran. I know mm. what some of the others ran. Right. And there's one man that hands down beat all well, of y'all. Yeah, I know who it is. So, and he ran a legit 4-2. Does he play in this? He no. plays. No. No, but he's. It was still a hand time, but I mean. It's still that was ungodly fast. Still you fast. talking about uh, Davion? Uh, yeah, yeah, he is yeah, ungodly yeah. Tall, fast. fast. It's crazy. I, and, and to be honest, I'm you the know only him reason too. I didn't, yeah, I know. That's what I'm. I'm starting to train with right now. Yeah. I'm not. I I didn't leave you off the list because I didn't think you was fast or anything. When we was talking about you, you just don't play out here. You play flag, and I I've done seen this shit. He's fast. Yeah. I it's it's been a long time since I've seen somebody move like that, especially cold, especially after talking shit about it. Yeah, respect. But you just, you don't play on this field, and that I would love <clears throat> to see it. But yeah, no, he got other priorities handling business. Yeah, no, he's and he, I'm sure he has offers to do way other stuff. But and that's that's cool. But All right, that's why you was off that list. Real quick, we do have to say farewell and so long for now to Isaiah. But Isaiah, any final thoughts before uh, we say so long for now? Um, not really final thoughts, just ready to play the game and show y'all what I got. Oh, shout out to my son. I love you. And shout out to Nick Blaze for having me on the show. Appreciate it. That is Isaiah. He is looking to be the fall brawl rookie of the year with the Alliance and got off to a good start in week one. Looking to bounce back two weeks from now as we pick it back up in the fall. Isaiah, we appreciate the time, sir. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you. you. Got it. All All right. So let's go back. To last week and what we saw in the three games that we saw um the first game where we saw two teams looking for their first win between over the top and the hunters um the ramses made their impact a lot in that game and ott got on the board and got the win um thoughts from that game gentlemen uh well the standouts i have like um for me personally the like the names that i remember are ramsey both of the ramseys together uh, kind of lumping them in together. Um, and then Delaney, uh, he went hard. And then um, for the Hunters, Perkins really showed out. Michael Perkins really played and a role. Him and Marlon Hicks. Marlon Hicks, Marlon Hicks, also, Hicks Marlon and Hicks, Michael Perkins really stood out for me. Marlon yep. Hicks is the other one. Um, but to me, Perkins really stood out. Like, I don't know if it's he hasn't been put in a position to make those plays before, if he's just new to the league or whatever. Um, I'm pretty sure I've seen him out there before. I think the Hunters are starting to build on something with what Coach Ray has going on over there. If they can find a little bit more time and adapt a little bit better to the system, they might put up a fight um, a little bit better against these better teams in the division. And here a couple seasons down the line, they might actually be able to. Sustainable violence. And, and, and that's. Sustainable is what 
Perkins was showing exactly. on Sunday. It was he was playing every position. He got banged up. He showed back up the next play. Like he he was doing it all. And that's so Perkins. And, and it's his first year, and he's only twenty years old. Yeah, Jesus. Perkins and Hicks are the two guys that um, I really looked at as well. Um, I think that overall the Hunters showed um, a little bit more heart, a little bit more grit. But I also thought that they came and did something that Coach Ray talked about when he was here, which was to be a little bit more violent in what they were doing and just go out and play the game and not be tentative. They were not tentative. They were aggressive, and that's what they need to continue to do. And I think that if they continue to grow with that aggression, you're going to see a team that will become a little bit more, well, a lot more competitive just like we saw with OTT. I, if you would have told me before that game that that's the way that game would have went down, I don't know that I would have believed it because I saw more out of the Hunters than I've seen in a while, and I put that on Coach's shoulders. I think he's doing he's doing a better job with those young men. But and, I also do think that uh, Snoop, Gregory Smith, also played a very good game, Yes, threw the ball very effectively, um, and you said you may think that the Hunters might have found their quarterback yep. to go the rest of the way. I do hope you, they did. You still Do you still feel that way? I do. Okay. I do. I think that um, that was the, the piece that they were lacking was a uh, veteran at the quarterback position to make plays for them and help them grow as a team. And I think that the, that Snoop's helping them out. Coach, any thoughts? Um, what happened to Jeremiah? Did he start the season? And Well, he's playing uh, wide receiver. He's right. not playing quarterback. Did he not start it? Because they said they may have found the quarterback that Snoop been playing every, every week. Um, Snoop did not play the first week. He did. No, no what I'm saying, oh, at at regular at quarterback. Yeah, no. Right. They were kind of um, trying to fill in that process. Yeah, they're doing three. I think they they tried three different quarterbacks. And see, that's what I guess. Um, you had all this time to get prepared, and you shouldn't be going into your first week with three different quarterbacks. No, no, I agree, but I think that it comes down to, you know, what they've always said at any level. If you have three quarterbacks, you don't have any. So, but what I'm saying is, you should you should already know who you you're going into the season with. Agreed, but um, we don't know the situation with that, so I'm not going to try to um, kind of go off on that and and figure it out. I'll just say Snoop came in in the second game, showed what he's got, and showed a little uh, that he had a little chemistry with his wide receivers, and he was able to make plays. And I think that that is something they need to, con- to continue to do and grow on gonna be rough with the rest of the season like with uh with who they potentially have to play for the rest of the season yeah it's gonna be rough but i mean you know that's how you grow as a team i mean you, you can't always go behind and say look we we need to win every game it's no not gonna but happen. you have to look at it like did they find their quarterback for this season did they find their quarterback for spring because if you like Hopefully if, you, a little if, bit if they of think both. If they think they're going to take that team that just had that performance against OTT and go compete in the spring against, you know, everybody, everybody else like that, that like we're seeing good things, but they're not ready yet. No. They have they have a whole lot to address and a whole lot to to learn, but they're making good strides. I just don't think saying that they found the piece to anything, even Perkins with the positions that they had, they're they're kind of like flowing people around like. Perkins and Hicks are both some are two of the best players on their team, if not the best players on their team, and they're floating them around to different positions within the same series. Yeah. And I understand if like, you know, if 
the insomniacs do that or if sickwood it does that it's because they have they they have a team and everybody else they can trust to maintain their assignments but i agree and you, when you're building you man, get, figure it out for what you have right now i agree but you have to start somewhere and they're getting other players you know whether it be for fall brawl or whether it be for spring that come in and they've got to see where they can plug him in at. And if they are lacking at a position and you know, he is a player, what's wrong with them playing the two different positions? Uh, well, be, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but like, just if you're looking for somebody, it's a lot harder. Like if he's really good at D end and he's really good at linebacker. Now you're looking for a D end and a linebacker, but if you stick him at linebacker now or you're, a linebacker, you know what I mean? Now, now you're looking for one. Yeah, but we're Instead talking, of looking for two, like played, finding that hybrid to fill in. Is Perkins part. played wide receiver and, if I'm not mistaken, corner. Wide receiver, corner. He played D end. He played running back. He lined up on the line. It, hmm. They were literally shoving him everywhere. And it, when you have and an plays. athlete. Yeah, no, and he was running. Like, that's what I'm saying is, like, maybe try and just find somebody, find what they're great at, and try and build from there rather than try and take one guy and make him do everything. But I'm also not a coach. Swiss Army knife. <laughs> All right, real quickly, yeah. um, what do we like from OTT against the honors? Ramsey's. <laughs> Outside of that, Honestly, they, if, they if, don't have any ball control. If they, if they had any kind of leadership or, um, like, control of what they can do on offense, they're a dangerous team. Yeah. And I don't let's, – let's not uh, – confuse G's motivation to leadership right you know the leadership I think is lacking and I think that's you know that's why they're always going to be on that teetering of being good and bad mm -hmm. and if they just get someone in there to you know take over the leadership role and really you know coach them up or at least get them in the positions to win you know I think OTT can go you know far farther away than they've always gone all right, so <clears throat> to the alienators and the outlaws, Jimmy, which, which turned into a very, very entertaining game to where the alienators did have the lead, but the outlaws got enough offense in the fourth quarter to put up a 60-burger, um, in which, by the way, JP just wanted to tell you that he uh, is proud of what you did donating your hair to the kids, oh, man. and he just wants you to know that. I'm actually shocked that we raised the amount of money that we raised, man. I'm proud of everybody that contributed to it. Like, it, that's crazy. I re Honestly, it was just, like, it kind of started off as a reason to cut my hair because I thought my hairline was running. And when I realized people were actually going to donate to a good cause, like, it changed for me. It was dope. I appreciate you guys. All right. So, Alienators, Outlaws, what's our take from that game? Boy, Jimmy hits hard. I mean, I don't know if he hits hard, but he comes downhill. He, Jimmy plays the way you hope and wish a corner playing for you would play. He plays downhill. He plays with attitude. Like, if he can control it a little bit better and be able to direct it in a manageable way, he would be dangerous. But, you know, once you have a, like, uh, having a psycho that hits like that and being able to keep him on a leash, are, that, that's a tricky thing to do. Chris, what, what's your take? I'm sorry, I'm just giggling about <laughs> having a guy like that, keeping him on a leash. Um, my take is that I think that <clears throat> when it comes to these two teams, the um, outlaws, and I'm going to use it 
with the outlaw thing, they are a little rough uh, and running a little rough shot. Um, I think they are a uh, they've got some some good talent on that team, and I think it showed, especially in their comeback. But I also think that they've got to get a little bit more. I'm I'm going to go with James on this one and say they're like a little bit like OTT. They need to have a little bit more leadership in that team um, to really bring that uh, the talent that they have out. And I think that realistically speaking, until they got down, it was like a, a slap in the face. And once they got that slap, everything started to come together. So I would like to see them bring that a well, little bit the, more together. The difference between OTT and Outlaws is Outlaws have a lot of talent. Yeah. OTT, they have talent. It's just not as abundant as a lot of the top Agreed, teams. but wouldn't you agree that they... They just if, have a lot of heart, though. Yeah, but wouldn't you agree that... No, no, if, no, I'm just saying, like, that's, you know, unfortunately, you know, OTT is playing with heart. Why outlaws are playing with waiting to get smacked on the face. Yeah, to make them... Because, I mean, if they had a little bit more, uh, um, and I'm talking about outlaws, if they had a little bit more uh, direction and a little bit more guidance... I don't think you can... You can like the coach player thing is cool and all. I understand it, and it might have worked for the first fall brawl or whatever. But I just don't think it's manageable in this A7. Like the way that the Insomniacs and Sick with It have taken this division and advanced it so at such a pace and at such a trajectory, you can't see the way the game evolves from the field. This isn't like I know we tout it as backyard football but we play we're playing real football in a backyard football manner like these 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 are like these are game plans being set into motion these are guys these are football geniuses that are dissecting your mistakes and taking advantage of it and if you don't have somebody or three on the sidelines doing that for you you're not ready like you can't do it from the field because even if you can make those adjustments in play, like somebody like Smooth or or like Trey, like you can't communicate that instantaneously to all the guys in a way that they will understand it while you're emotional and out of breath and you just took a hit and trying to get the ball and trying to get everybody set. You can't do it. I mean, give you a perfect example is Tone runs the team and he's not playing half the game because he's trying to help. He's trying to provide that leadership and when he comes in you see him make two goal line stands he came in and make big hits on the on but the you goal know what i'm line, saying he has to keep that to team make. together you can't yeah. do both i agree and that's that's what i'm getting at for the differences exactly so i think you're right if you are able to give them a little bit more leadership and put that team together keep that team together the way it is um you'd probably see them bring a lot more uh as far as um you know some of these other teams that are well, okay. <laughs> what does that look for? I'll say that when it's time to end the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'll be. I'll play on the other side. Okay. Um, Jaden Webb and Devonte Moncrief are fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Play yeah. football for the Alienators without uh, a shadow of a doubt. The, the way Moncrief runs the ball, the way Webb be going up and getting these balls. On these passes, uh, it's just fun to watch. I think the Alienators possibly might be on the cusp, maybe, maybe not. But the one thing about them is they got to learn how to finish. Because, again, they led in this game. And they really were countering everything the Outlaws were trying to do until the Outlaws' talent just outwavered at the end. Um, So I think for the Alienators, it's more about finishing 
and protecting your lead as opposed to trying to one-up somebody if you catch my drift. Yeah, no, I agree with that. But Moncrief and Webb, fun to watch. Love watching him play. And also, uh, Mr. Gaither, also love watching him play. He was uh, everywhere also on Sunday, so... Yeah, it's fun watching Alien, The Alienaires have some players, and they have some talent on that team. Uh, Coach Q's doing a fantastic they, job coaching have, these guys up. They have the players. They have the structure. They have the minds behind it. They just got to learn to finish. Well, that and, like, there's a, there's a comment going around game. that the Insomniacs have kind of, like, A lot of people are biting a lot of the stuff that the Insomniacs have started. Um, but... One of the things that my teammates have said, and I can't remember exactly who said it first, but it's not enough to have teammates. It's not enough to have your brothers with you. If you're not surrounded by absolute fucking dogs, you're not getting past us. And that's the point. That's the point of all of us. At the end of the day, y'all have to beat us. And to beat the Insomniacs, you better have all dogs. Look at what Sick is doing. They're building them up. They, they, they have the formula set in place. They're, making, they're trying to make that move. The East is responding. There, there, are, some state, there are some things coming out, some teams coming around that, that are really going to make some big waves. But and it's not enough to have the teammates. It's not enough to have the system. It's not enough to have the coaches and the, all the glitz and the glamour. you got to have some fucking dogs. And to find them, you, uh, man, you better go check a halfway house or or something. And speak, <laughs> and speaking of sick, they pitched oh, another yes. shutout on Sunday, so that's a, two. And and Knox Knox is uh, Knox is heavy in the chat, and he, well, he Knox, is going crazy. Well, Knox is shout out to Knox. He's, Knox has he's never been wrong a, when it comes Knox to this has never shit. been at a loss for words, and Knox was a huge factor in neutralizing the three on one this past Sunday against. The Alliance as Sick pitched a shutout. 44 to nothing against the uh, Alliance. Sick yeah. is a problem. Yeah. They Sick, are. And, Sick uh, has, has done the, the Quincy thing and they, they are the, the insomnia thing. They have Knox who completely takes away the three on one. Yes. The way he throws the ball, he can, he can take you out of it. If he doesn't want to hit you, he can make sure you can't return it. He, he figured it out. We saw that Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, when you throw the, the 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 first pass he threw, which was basically a punt without kicking it, and it, just the hang time, just are you going to come down? Knox is re- Knox is the down? reason we no, can't play in the dome. <laughs> we we couldn't play in the dome. He would hit he would hit the top every time. Okay, if we were playing in Arlington, Texas, at Jerry's World, you're more than likely right. He'll probably hit the dog on scoreboard. Oh, he could hit the the top of Anderson with no problem. <laughs> it's only ninety feet. Only 90 feet? Only 90 feet. Okay, well. Um, oh, well, if someone can please... Uh, Pierce, can you please open the door? <laughs> Here comes the surprise, gentlemen. Surprise? There is a surprise coming up. Three pounds. Uh, no, just, just, uh, just, just, just wait for it. I, I was going to say... <laughs> I was, was it tucked back and I, I wasn't No, no, no. It's not, it's not human. Oh. 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 Is it Knox? <laughs> no, no. It's Knox a surprise. Food. Oh damn! Oh, no. All right, we're gonna have oh, to. Playing. Yeah, we're gonna have to. Y'all too much. <laughs> okay. Um, oh shit! Lee since, ain't joking now. Since Coach is our guest, he gets to lead off with the final thoughts. Coach, floor's yours. Um, I'm just proud to be on the show. I appreciate everybody, everybody in the league. Uh, we play Sickwood in a couple weeks. Good luck to them. 
they're going to be a tough opponent. You know, Mark always has his guys prepared. So they got a lot of, a lot of good players, a lot of guys I respect over there. Uh, shout out to AS1022, and that's pretty much it. Scotty? Man, life isn't about what you do for people. It's how you make them feel. So do, do yourself a favor and do the world a favor. Reach out and make somebody feel good this holiday. The doors of the church are open. Is there one? My goodness. Oh. Chris? Preach. <laughs> um, church. Let's start with this. Merry Christmas to everyone. Happy holidays. Whatever you, whatever you do in your life, um, spread the word and the cheer. Make everybody happy. Um, and be good to one another, man. I mean, we, that's what we need in this world. There's too much, uh, too much anger, too much fighting. So let's think about that over this next two weeks before we uh, come back and, and get back to the sustained violence, as Scotty likes to say. Um, between that and, you know what, I, I will shout out to my wife. Um, there's going to be a couple of Wednesdays that I'm in here before, but we will be celebrating our 30th wedding anniversary, January 13th. And, Golly. Um, I'm very happy, very proud for her to <laughs> still be putting up with my ass after 30 years. You're still the one. Yeah, still. So at least so she says. But anyway, um, last thought is pretty simple. And that is that this two weeks off is, is needed to kind of recharge when we come back. Um, I'm really interested to see what goes on with some of these games. Uh, Insomniacs and, you know, Sickwood is probably going to be uh, one of the best games uh, this season, and I can't wait to see that. You know, everybody that comes out here, man, um, as I said before and I'll say again, I support each and every player doing what you do. Thank you very much. So Merry Christmas to everybody. Enjoy. Enjoy each other. We will see you next week. Uh, first and foremost, Steve Ashmore, prayers and thoughts are with you as you're going through a difficult time. Um, I can relate because it's when I lost my grandmother around this Christmas season. So thoughts and prayers are with you. Keep your head up because that's what she would want you to do is to live your life and to continue to make her proud. Thoughts and prayers are with you. Um... To pinpoint on why this is the season that's being that's being talked about, because there's always somebody that is willing to switch positions with you at the heart of the dime. And as Chris said, um, he made it so eloquently. But like Marvin Gaye said back in 1971, only love can conquer hate. Sam Cooke tried to tell you back in 1964 that a change was going to come. Bob Dylan tried to tell you that the answer is blowing in the wind. But in this, that is the Christmas season, if you see somebody out there, just, you know, a simple hello, a simple check-in, a simple hey, are you okay, sometimes really does go a long way. And also, a very early happy anniversary to the Blazes, as they will be celebrating their wedding anniversary in this month. So happy anniversary to them. Um, but to all of you, wherever you may be, wherever you may be watching, um, just remember to check in on somebody, make sure they're okay. But most importantly than all that, forgive, love, and heal. And with that said, Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night.
Special thanks to Quan. Special thanks to executive producer Derek Duncan. Special five, thanks nine. to producer Nick Blaze. Special thanks to assistant and on-site producer Mr. Pierce, a.k.a. Pierre, in the building. Um, special thanks to Lee, and special thanks to him for bringing some food. Special thanks to Isaiah oh. Hayden. Special thanks to Daniel Packer. And again, special thanks to Josh Bruneda of the All Pro Jaffos. Man, again, don't stop all those special thanks. I'm gonna get hey, off this man. Hold on. J Dot's coming back with Biggie and Friends. J Dot's coming back with Biggie and Friends. January third. Shout out to Biggie for bringing back Biggie and Friends. You heard, of course, like, <laughs> share, 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 support them. Also, don't forget to don't forget about talking ish with Dub and Chris on Saturday, talking about NFL and more of the sports in between. Also, don't forget, as Scott likes to say, the Muslim Dub Show, which <clears throat> Scotty eventually will be a guest on that show. Yes, he was uh, supposed to be a guest last week. He'll be look. I'm supposed to Scotty do will be on Saturday with me and Chris talking some. Ish. I don't do drugs anymore. I'd be falling asleep early. Oh, stop it! He'll Scotty will be Get on the show old. with us hey, on Saturday. Soul, open till two a.m. Eight oh nine Main Street. Thank you for the food. It's not the only thing I'm eating tonight. With that said, you don't want to know from the other all thing of is. us here at the <laughs> other side of the ball. Wow. Merry Christmas. Take care of yourself and, and each, each other. other. God bless you all. Good night. We love you. Asta. And subscribe to the other side of the ball.com and all the media outlets. We love you. Good night. <laughs>